Welcome to this sermon podcast from Myo Baptist Church, and thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that God's Word will be an encouragement to you and a reminder that the Bible has all the answers to living a successful and fulfilled life. Again, thanks for listening. We now join the service in progress. I, there's, there's better words, I'm sure, but they escape me. And choir, that was really cool also. So uh, we're having a really cool service this morning here at Myo Baptist. Again, I'm glad that you're, you're here. And I'm, I'm dead serious when I say my prayer is that the Lord will speak to you through his word. Imagine that the creator God of the universe would speak to little old you and me. But he loves you. Loves you enough that he sent his son to die for you. He cares about you. He is interested in you. He wants the best for you. And we have been studying through the book of Luke, and today we come to uh, a familiar story for most of you about Jesus in in the boat and telling Peter to cast off into the deep to, to catch more fish. And I really believe that the ultimate story there is about trust in, in the Lord. And, you know, I just want you to see that this is important to you because some of the problems in your life today, you may not have connected the dots, but it might be due to a lack of, of trust. Um, if you lack trust in God, when bad things happen in your life, it can create great anxiety, even despair. However, if you trust God when those bad things happen, uh, that trust will get you through those bad things and in a different way than had you not had that trust. You you won't lose your mind. You won't become an emotional wreck because you trust God that he has allowed this for a reason and he loves you and you don't have to be filled with despair. You don't have to be filled with, with anxiety. But if you lack trust, that could account for the fact that you are an emotional wreck. Or it may be that your life just hasn't been what you thought it was going to be. And that could be related to trust because you haven't obeyed God in some important areas. And you haven't obeyed him because you don't trust him. For example, this is an easy example, you may not be blessed financially because you've never tithed, you've never given. Well, why haven't you? You know what the Bible says. Well, must be you don't trust. You just don't believe it. You really don't believe it. And therefore, you know, you're, you're having these problems, these difficulties, and what have you. So this whole idea of trust is, is extremely important. It's illustrated. I have used this illustration in the past. It's been a good long while. Some of you will remember this. There was a French tightrope walker named Charles Blodin. And he came over to the United States, and in 17, excuse me, in September 14th in 1860... He became the first man to walk a tightrope across Niagara Falls. And it was extended over a quarter mile in length, and it was uh, 160 feet in the air. So that's quite the feat. And yet a great crowd gathered on the Canadian side, the American side, to watch this thing that had never been done before. And pretty much with ease, he walked from one end to to the other and then back again. And then I'm told that at one point he took a sack of potatoes across, you know, I guess to prove a point. And then he took a wheelbarrow across, and he pushed a wheelbarrow across the the rope. 
And the people cheered and they were amazed and they clapped. And he got back to the end and there's the crowd there and he's waving his hand. And he says, you know, how many of you think I could take a person across? You know, after this demonstration, how many of you think I could put a person in the wheelbarrow and, and push him across to the other side? And everybody's cheering and this one man's cheering particularly loud. Yes, you can do it. I believe you can do it. And he points to him. He says, get in. He says, no. And I think that's where, sadly, some of us Christians are. We demonstrate a little bit of uh, immaturity and a lack of maturity by the fact that the Lord says, get in, and we say no. The Bible has a lot to say about trust. In Isaiah chapter 12, verse number 2, it says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Notice here it says, I will trust and not be afraid. That's what I was just talking about. Trust helps to eliminate fear and anxiety. And a lot of our fear and anxiety, and let me just be pointed, a lot of your fear and anxiety might be trust-related. Or the fact that you just don't trust God as much as you should. In Psalm 91, verse number 21, it says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. He's my refuge, he's my fortress. In other words, when when things are going bad, when I'm being attacked, uh, in him will I trust. Well, that'll give you peace in tough times. See, trust is important. That's the reason this evolved into two messages instead of one, when I began to realize the significance of, of the topic this morning. And then in Jeremiah 17, 7, wow, listen to this. Blessed is the man that trusts us in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. And then it gives you reasons why it is a good thing to trust in the Lord. For he, the one in which you trust, or for he, the man that's doing the trusting, I should say, If you trust in the Lord, he, that man who trusts, shall be like a tree planted by the waters. That's certainly better than being a tree planted in the desert. That's a good thing. And that spreadeth out the roots by the river. All right, he's spreading, it means it's healthy. And shall not see when heat cometh. In other words, tough times will come, it doesn't matter. But her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. That indicates there that trust when you trust God you're doing what you're supposed to be doing you're obedient to him and then you become blessed of him maybe the reason you've been tripping over life so often and stumbling at life so much is because of a lack of trust in the Lord the Lord wants us to trust him to trust him I want him to speak to you today in that voice inside your heart and grow you in that trust today. But let me say this too, and this is where some of us may be guilty this morning. The Bible warns us in who and in what not to trust. That's where a lot of people... So why does it warn us? Why does it have to warn us about who and what things we should not trust in? Because we have the tendency to not trust God and to trust other things. And then we get in trouble. 
Why are so many people that we know in so much trouble, their lives are in so much turmoil today? Because they're trusting in the wrong, they're not trusting in God. They're not even in church. They don't want to hear about God. Church is a problem. Church is something those weird people do. Listen to what he says here. He warns us about who not to trust. Psalm 44, 5. Through thee will we push down our enemies. This is talking about through thee. God, we're going to trust in God. We'll push down our enemies. Through thy name will we tread them under the rise that rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow. Neither shall my sword save me. But thou hast saved us from our enemies and hast put them to shame that hated us. He says, I will not trust in my bow, neither shall my sword save me. A lot of people today trust in things, trust in stuff. If I have more of this, if I have more in my bank account, if I have more of this talent, if I have more of this ability, well, to the extent you're not trusting in God, you're making a serious mistake. And the Bible tells us that here in Psalm 44, 5 through 7. And listen to this in 2 Corinthians 1, 9. But we had the sentence of death in ourselves, Paul talking about some of the problems that he had been through, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raiseth the dead. We should not trust in ourselves. I'll get through this. I don't need to go to church. I don't need to listen to some preacher. I don't need to go talk to some preacher. No, I don't need to go counsel with some Christian friend. That's putting trust in yourself. And the Bible warns against that. And to the degree you have done that, to that degree, can I say lovingly, you've been wrong. And you've hurt yourself. If you're not trusting in God enough that I want to be in Sunday school because I'm going to learn more about God, and the more I learn about Him, we'll talk about that more this afternoon, the more I'm going to trust Him. And I want to be in church, and I want to be back this afternoon because I'm totally dependent upon Him. And the more I know about Him, the easier it is to trust Him. And that's the reason I'm going to be back on Wednesday night. Psalm 118.8. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to put trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. A lot of people will swear by Dr. Phil. They'll they'll swear by Oprah. Or maybe some unsaved doctor. Or or people listen to to, uh, celebrities. You know, I don't care what Tom Hanks thinks. You know, I mean, I, I, what, what, if you study the lives of, of most celebrities today, the vast majority of them are miserable people. And I've seen articles written recently where they've acknowledged that they've talked to children of celebrities who have said, what you saw in public isn't the way it really was at home. Miserable human. And yet we will, you know, we're asking them what they think and people are listening to them and think, well, that's what I need to do. Well, why don't you go to the Bible? Mm. It's a crazy mixed up world we're living in when people are more inclined to listen to a celebrity or listen to an unsaved doctor even uh, for advice than to go to the Lord. Bottom line is scripture tells us to trust in the Lord. If If you're no longer walking in darkness, if you're no longer walking as a blind unsaved person, then your eyes are open, your ears are open, 
Listen to what the Lord says. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. So what are we talking about when I say trust in the Lord? You know, if I ask that of a person over here, they say, well, that means to me this. Well, over here, that means to me this. Well, let's kind of narrow it down. What does it mean to trust in the Lord? Uh, Some thoughts here, some quotes. Trust speaks of being confident or trusting and pertains to placing reliance or belief in a person or object. It expresses sense of well-being and security from having something or someone in whom to place confidence. When you trust in the Lord, you can have that sense of well-being and that sense of security, regardless of what goes on around you. Secondly, trust. Number one, in a literal sense, it means to physically lean upon something for support. In a figurative sense, it means to rely upon someone or something for help or protection. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about trust in the Lord, when the Bible says to trust in the Lord. And then the verb is also used with false securities, people trusting in things that prove to be worthless. But here the object of the secure trust is the Lord, who is a reliable object of confidence. Trust in yourself, trust in Oprah, just to use pick on her a little bit, I suppose. You can't have any confidence. You can have total confidence in the Lord. Now, again, let's go back and, and look at what Jeremiah said. We read this verse a while ago. Jeremiah, Jeremiah gives us, I think, in the entire word of God, 